This is Audio Chimera, a subversive podcast taking refuge in the sanctuary of allegory about the fragility of memory. This is episode 44, What's in the Fridge? Recently, I've become very interested in audio drama. This started really shortly after the pandemic sent us all back to our homes and prevented us from doing in-person collaboration. My spring 2020 theater production was canceled in the middle of the rehearsal process, and when I approached the fall 2020 production, I decided that an audio drama was just the ticket, as it were. That production was An Enemy of the People, which I described in my director's notes as follows. Written by Henrik Ibsen in 1882, it tells a story that has unfortunately never lost its relevance. We see the same dynamic play out in the 1975 movie Jaws, when the police chief, played by Roy Scheider, tries to shut down the beach which is being threatened by a great white shark. He is opposed by the mayor, whose only concern is the tourist season and the dollars it will bring to the town. Flash forward to 2020, and we have one of the leading experts in infectious diseases in the world receiving death threats because he has been warning the public of the dire nature of COVID-19. Pitted against him are government officials and militia groups who want to deny the reality of the seriousness of the situation and quote-unquote liberate their states for the good of the economy and send children back to school. But what good are customers and students who get sick? Dr. Stockman echoes this sentiment, wanting to fix the baths before more people present exotic diseases and send those tourists packing. I'm also in the process of creating an audio drama series called Kid Again, described in this way. Kid Again is an audio drama about Michael, who suddenly discovers himself back in his ninth grade Catholic school classroom. But the last thing he remembers was being 39 and packing for a move with his pregnant wife. Is he dreaming? Did he time travel? What fun can he have the second time around, if that's what's happening? But he has to be careful and not reveal too much about what he has learned as an adult. Also, as he goes, he keeps a journal that he found while packing, and he did not ever remember keeping, that reflects on his experiences. And this way, we illuminate events in our current world through the filter of 1977 and 2002 as an adult. I will likely release Kid Again through the Audio Chimera podcast. Meanwhile, what to do, what to do. When I was organizing my files, because I just moved a few months ago and everything is still a bit higgledy-piggledy, one might say, and a lot of my recording studio equipment is still in storage, which is why this sounds a little different, well, I discovered or rediscovered some of my old scripts. Since I seem to be on a delay and I'm constantly going back to old projects and finally bringing them to fruition, I found something called In the Refrigerator. It seems ideal for the audio drama format, and rather than say anything more about it, let's listen.
Corporation. Hi, Madge. It's me, Midge. Oh, hi. How are you? Terrible. Fred was at it again last night. At midnight, he climbed out of bed, went downstairs, and started looking for animals in the refrigerator. And when I went downstairs, there he was as usual, lying on the kitchen counter, using the toaster as a pillow. Madge, I'm telling you, I can't take much more of this. I don't know what to do. Did he watch an animal show on TV last night? Yes. It was the National Geographic special on the Mimbuti pygmies and how they feed a whole tribe with a single elephant. After watching it, he went to bed, and then it happened. In the past few weeks, he's looked for chimpanzees, koala bears, and a unicorn. Midge, I'm telling you, send him to a shrink. Oh, he won't go. Did you try? Of course. When this first started three months ago. But he says there's nothing wrong with him. I just talk in my sleep is all, he says. Madge, is that normal? No, it's not normal to watch an animal on TV and then look for it in the fridge. What does he want with him anyway? I guess a midnight snack. Well, honey, people who've never studied psychology can't expect to understand the workings of the inner mind. God knows, I took six credits of psychology over at the community college, and there are still things that baffle me. But in this case, I can tell. He's got problems upstairs. But what's wrong with him? Well, it's probably sexual. Cases like this usually are. What most likely happened was, when he was young, he went to the zoo, and he saw the animals things, and he was afraid of them, of their size, you know, and at the same time, they probably excited him. No doubt he had a bit of difficulty during his Oedipal complex phase, with maybe a little latent homosexuality mixed in, who knows? Anyway, now he wants to eat the animals, reducing the threat that eats at him. Hey, pretty good analysis. But what do I do? Confront him with my theory. If it's true, he'll have a catharsis right then and there, and bamo! He'll realize what's been going on, and he'll stop this ridiculous nighttime snacking. Oh, Madge, thank you. I'll try it. I hope it works. Call me later in the week and let me know. Okay, I will. Bye. Bye-bye. That's the most preposterous thing I've ever heard. That and the story of men walking on the moon. It's all hogwash and balderdash. There's nothing wrong with me. I just walk in my sleep is all. Oh, Fred. <laughs> Midge. Midge, for God's sake, come out of the bathroom. You know I always have to go after dinner. That's too bad. <laughs> Thank you.
just fine, Madge. I don't understand it. Well, when did it stop? Right after I told him what you told me. I guess it did the job. The past three weeks, he's been a doll. The way he was when we were first married. And the problem hasn't occurred. Even after King Kong meets Godzilla on last Saturday's Late Show. I guess he's over it. And I have you to thank, Madge. You're welcome. Uh, but you'll know for sure tonight. Why? Tonight's National Geographic special on whales. Tonight? Well, I'm sure he'll be okay. So you're not worried? No, no, I'm not worried. Oh, well, I've gotta go. Fred will be home soon, and I want to have supper ready for him. Well, good luck tonight. Take care, honey. Okay, Madge. Bye. Bye-bye. Oh, dear God, please don't let it happen tonight. tell you to get a pound of whales at the store? Why didn't you get a pound of whales at the store? Even a half pound would have been enough. I'm sure I told you to get a pound of whales at the store. Oh god, he's gotten worse. I distinctly remember Monday night at precisely 2100 hours, I said, Honey, don't forget a pound of whales at the store. Even a half pound would be enough. I'm sure I said to you those very words. <laughs> Victor's Appliances. Yes, ma'am, we do. Deliver, yes, ma'am. A home video recorder with camera, fine. How many cassettes would you like with it? Just one to start, all right. Tomorrow at two o'clock, no problem. Cavendish, 413 Edge Hill Road. Yes, yes. Thank you, Mrs. Cavendish.
Hello, Grockton's exotic pets. Yes, madam, we deliver. Mm-hmm. Full-grown? Well, we've got one right now that's almost half-grown. About eleven feet. Yes, madam. Uh, tomorrow at three o'clock. Uh, Mrs. Cavendish, 413 Edge Hill Road. Right. Thank you, Mrs. Cavendish. Hmm. Looks like Herbie has a new home. What's this? Happy birthday, darling. Why, thank you. Is it my birthday already? Yes, and this is what I got you. Oh, that's nice. It's a brand new video recorder set up for you. Sit in your chair and try it out. It came with a trial cassette. I'll check on dinner. Hey, honey. The house on this videotape looks a lot like ours. Really? Yeah, they're delivering a large crate to the front door. How about that? I wonder what's in it. Whoops, now we're in the kitchen. Well, I uh, can't be our house. We don't have a huge alligator in the kitchen, do we, honey? Of course not, darling. Dinner's ready. Your favorite. You mean chicken hearts and fried potatoes? Oh boy, honey, we may have had our problems, but I still love you. Um-hmm. Come on, dinner's getting cold. I'm hungry. Honey? There are no alligators in the... Good night, dear. This has been In the Refrigerator, a comedy of revenge written by Stephen A. Schramm. Featuring Emily Buckle as Midge Cavendish, Michael G. Foster as Fred Cavendish, Summer Lash as Madge, John Rust as Victor, and Stephen Schramm as Grockton. This has been a Muse of Fire, Audio Chimera production. Anything you want to hear more about from this podcast? I can elaborate. Just send your request to stephenschramm at musifier.com. That's S-T-E-P-H-E-N-S-C-H-R-U-M at musifier, M-U-S-O-F-Y-R.com. Or leave a message at 724-835-4074, and I'll see what I can do. I receive no cash for products I mentioned, but please feel free to throw money at me to advertise here. For more information on my works, check out my website, musifier.com. For written works, search for me on Smashwords as Stephen Schramm or Musifier. Or find me on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. This is Stephen Schramm. Thanks for listening to Audio Chimera. <laughs>